1: Hey everyone who's listening right now. Hi. Guess what? What? You're witnessing someone's first podcast. Wait. And that someone is Abby McBride. I'm just doing an intro. That's That's what we in the biz call an intro. You know,
2: I'm picking up on these (laughs) things and it's it's important because I might continue to do podcast. I don't know, maybe I'll be a pod star after this experience.
1: You're already a pod star in my eyes. Laura you just <laughs> boosted me like
2: so much. Thank you. I needed that. You did. So did your your readers. readers yeah. I, by the way, I love that you call them readers. They're
1: readers forever. Ryan kind of started that term. But then I was just like, you know what, they are readers. They are readers.
2: They're literate.
1: They're reading. They're reading. They're reading everyone. Mm-hmm. They're reading actual books. Love that. Oh, yeah. You have a book club. Yeah, I have a book club. Why haven't I been invited to the book
2: Join club? Join the book
1: club. You're more than welcome. We're reading a book this month that is like truly maybe the best form of birth control I've ever tried. Okay. It's called Baby Teeth and it's about a woman. It's like a because I wanted to do a spooky book for Halloween. Okay. And mm. I let everyone in the book club vote. Like I give four options and then hold a vote. Oh, I love that because you know what? what? I like to rock the vote.
2: <laughs> I've never heard that fan term of before. Democracy.
1: So I rock the vote <gasps> in my book club. You were
2: edgy and cool.
1: <laughs> I'm in. I'm like registered to vote in my book club. I'm like, who cares about the <laughs> real election? I don't. Flex Doesn't matter where it matters yeah. most.
2: The so, local level.
1: Yeah. On a very local niche very. level <laughs> with about 15 to 25 Woo. members. Yeah. So every vote truly does count. <laughs> 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 I'm like, learn. you want to learn about votes? We'll teach you. Here Join my club. Patreon at the $10 level and be a part of the book club. And well. then you can vote every... Month. Wait, question. What's Patreon? Patreon. I'm so glad you asked. Yeah. <laughs> Patreon is a website where creators can essentially, it's kind of like crowdfunding, but it's chicer than that because it's like people become like a patron of whatever work you're creating and they have different levels of patronage that they can get in on. So if they want to pay, like for Babe, mm-hmm. it's like you can pay $5 a month and you get like bonus episodes. And then I do monthly giveaways of just like things that I like, like Like what I did. I gave away like a psychic appointment last month, like with a really good psychic, really a celeb psychic. Come on. Yeah. She has a burning question option. So you can like send her a question. Then she'll send you a 10 minute Skype video telling you what you should do about your brand. I'm signing up. She's really good. Kate Thomas. I did a reading with her. her her. Yeah. She's a psychic.
2: I have a good and a business
1: consultant. And a witch. So it's like she's firing on all cylinders. God damn it. Yeah. I thought
2: I was a witch once in high school. No. I like went down like a full on Wiccan <laughs> <laughs> journey. I did. <laughs> you dude. were a Wiccan in high school? A little bit. Like for maybe four weeks. Or I something. love that. And I was in. And the crazy thing is the woman that was like got me involved in it. Like I think I found a book or something. And she's like. The oh, woman. Yeah. This child. She always. She was like older a, your classmate. Me. She was like a couple years older than okay. me. She got really into it and is still like I found her on Instagram and she's like it's Mother's Holiday or what I like she'll she'll, She's a premier Wiccan. She's a premier Wiccan.
1: Wow. What's her name? Kate Hansen. So many Kates. Kate's in the witch trade. I love it. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. So okay. When you were a Wiccan, What did you do?
2: We meditated. It was the first time I learned what meditation
1: was. You're like, we were mindful. We
2: were so (laughs) mindful. We were the most mindful witches in Illinois. So you meditated. Uh, Yeah, we meditated. I remember like learning how to meditate and we would do that. And then I read this book. The Way of the Witch, which mm. I think if you have any Wiccan readers, they would be familiar with it. I fully forgot about this little journey I went on yeah. and was reunited recently because I was in Boston in Salem, Massachusetts. Oh, my God. And um, you felt you were called home. I was. It was home. <laughs> <laughs> I showed up and I was like, why? Why does this feel so familiar? And it was because it was home. Yeah. And, uh, we saw a real witch. Lori Cabot was. Do you, i don't know if you know oh anything yeah about her. i follow her on twitter oh well she does
1: like she does a uh, really good tweets that she's like wear black ring a bell oh doesn't she i don't i don't follow her on twitter okay well um, she's on twitter i, I she's follow a good her follow. like I'm, like a spiritual yeah your soul follows her soul Absolutely. for eternity exactly yeah
2: so i saw her and she was like you have psychic powers and i was like i know <laughs> i don't know i don't like, know totally yeah and it was cool. We got I got to meet a real witch and she that's her book. Mm-hmm. She wrote that book, The Way of the Witch, that I the read. Way of the witch. Okay. I don't remember anything about it, but I got a signed copy and I have to reread. That's chill. Yeah.
1: I want to read The Way of the witch. The Way of the Witch. Yeah. I'm add it to the wish list. You should fully add it to the I'll buy it for you. <laughs> but like just still put it on the list. Oh, I will. It's so, a reminder. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I love your teenage Wiccanism. It was
2: weird. It was just a minute. I think it was like, I need something. Yeah.
1: Uh, You were searching. I was searching. I'm still searching. We all are. Yeah. This book though, to bring it back to the book club book, Baby Teeth. (laughs) I just need a moment because I've started. It's about, it's about a woman named Suzette and she has a daughter named Hannah and Hannah, I think is like seven years old Mm -hmm. and she's like totally Mm nonverbal, but she's like deliberately nonverbal. Like she could talk and she like understands everything that's going on. It's like a power move. Yeah. she like refuses to talk and she's like constantly power moving her mom and like hates her mom and is like fucking with her. And then is also like, she's dark sided. I cannot read that book. No, you can't. I was like, Good luck to any moms in the book club reading no. this because I'm truly, I'm triggered on a variety of levels Sure, just like from out the gates with this book. But like, if I was a mom, I would, this would make me want to like kill my kids. Yeah. I'd be like, you're done. Like yeah. you're getting adopted. <laughs> like summer camp, have fun. Like you're Bye. going to boarding school. For We're sure. done here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I was like, wait, you can't trust kids.
2: No, and kids are constantly doing power moves on you. Their and... whole
1: life is they lived for a power move. Yeah, for sure. You and too. I
2: still do. I do. I have two of a seven and an eight year old girl. So oh, like yeah, right there. No. And Cleo, my little one, seven year old. Mm-hmm. She's seven, seven? On, on, on Saturday. She's seven.
1: October oh. 13th. Oh my God. That's a witchy holiday. It's
2: witchy. I was born on a Friday the 13th. Oh, you so are a witch. I'm a witch. Yeah. Fully. God, I really need to embrace this culture. Yeah. More. Go with it. Um, she does power moves all the time and it's funny because she'll say things like uh can i but i want like three m&ms and i'm like mm, two she's like four you know it's like that she's negotiating she's always negotiating she's trying to make deals but i have to win every yeah. time it doesn't matter what it is and there's so many times where my husband's like really like we're gonna we're really gonna push for that third m&m and i'm like yeah because it's it's not about the m&m it's about who's in charge yeah but she's powerful. She's going to rule the world. I kid you not. She already, she's a first grader and she's got the fifth graders wrapped around her finger. That's amazing. She's just got the starring role in Mary Poppins. She is a star. <laughs>
1: she is a star. She's a star and a she, ham, which are my two favorite combos. Yeah, it's a good combo. It's, it's a double threat. And she's driven to perform, right? Like she I is I think truly so. I have
2: not pushed that. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm an actress mm-hmm. and so I, and at her age
2: was doing, I was the kid, a kid that went in every show at the U of I in Champaign, yeah. Illinois. Anytime they need a kid actor, they're like, call Abby, she's available. <laughs> her parents are checked out. Call that little witch. Get her over here. <laughs> get her over here. And I wouldn't, I was truly raised by the theater department at the U of I. Um, And at seven, like that was the year when I like, that's, uh, yeah, I fit right in. And she's right there Mm -hmm. fully. And I have not pushed it. I'm like, I'm
1: not, you're not trying to like, I'm not
2: trying to have a fucking
1: stage kid. No, like a child actor. I can't think of anything. The only thing scarier than like a possessed evil seven year old is like a child actor, seven year old. Fuck that. It's gross. But at least you live in L.A. So it's not like you would be like having to live in the like Oakwood apartments or whatever. Yeah, and that like, is do that whole hustle because that is truly crazy. That is
2: me. depressing. Yeah. Yeah. No, thanks. But like, it, but it is scary because I remember at like the age of 10 <laughs> watching Jeopardy and my or like one or Wheel of Fortune or something. One of those shows. And My dad's like, what would you do if you won?" or whatever it was. And I was like, I'd buy an agent. (laughs) He's like, what do you mean? I'm like an agent. So I could be an actress. I thought you had to buy them. I love that. And so he's like, well, isn't that something? I don't know. My dad's an accountant in Champaign, Illinois. He's like, I don't, he doesn't know what I'm talking about. But however, I did have an aunt in, on Broadway, like mm-hmm. doing Broadway shows. There's my so connect.
1: There's my connect. That's kind of how Sissy Spacek got her start. She had like relatives oh. or family friends or people that she was close with that were in New York, like on Broadway and stuff.
2: Yeah, my I should have tapped. I wish I would have tapped into that more. Like my aunt Billy McBride is her name. She's that's a
1: great name. She's
2: rad and she is. Li- she lived like through the 80s doing torch song trilogy and in- on broadway mm-hmm. like best friends with Angela Lansbury and Harvey Weinstein and like <laughs> all her friends died of AIDS, which was just the worst. Like truly she Except did. Still like, no, he's still there yeah. and still like calls out to her, which I love.
1: Wait, are they in touch? Now? Yeah.
2: Well now my aunt Billy is in, in Denver mm-hmm. with, she was in New York forever and she has this like really raspy, deep, amazing voice and her and her partner, she's a lesbian. Yeah. Her and her partner moved from, manhattan to denver because there was like this scene this like theater scene that was popping up in denver and voiceover stuff so she they were like getting older decided to settle down there and she does she directs theater at the arvada center and outside of denver anyway harvey weinstein came to a show yeah, in denver and like stopped in the middle of the show and was like i'm sorry and his like crazy voice is like is there a billy mcbride out there wait
1: uh, not harvey weinstein oh my god <laughs> i was truly like where is this where is this gonna go i was like where I is this was going wondering why you were so excited about this story that's very mediocre <laughs> harvey Firestein. <laughs> you like she was friends with Angela Lansbury and Harvey Weinstein I was like tell me more and like in such a way where it was just like oh Harvey yes, that is such an Abby <laughs> moment
2: that you just experienced Cause I'm not that bright, and so I forget names. All time.
1: I was like, "What are we going to you're learn like, this is here?"
2: Me too. It's coming up. Let's. No, I was just like, Abby. "Where?
1: Like, does she? No, like, where does she stand?" She to be, it I was like, Harvey <laughs> went to <laughs> Regional Denver Theater and like interrupted the show. This is wild. <laughs> That's the best thing I've
2: ever heard. If
1: it's not true. I just
2: made that up.
1: Amongst my friends, I count Angela and Harvey Weinstein as my nearest and dearest.
2: (laughs) It's like truly if i hope harvey firestein isn't a reader and
1: you never at, know who, you are, never who the know. readers are harvey oh my God. i love that harvey that's rude that he stopped a show
2: he stopped a show to call her out and be not her show his oh. own show oh okay
1: i really thought it. he stopped her show no that like, would be really I mean,
2: that would be a bait. i was moment. like that's
1: classic Weinstein <laughs> right there thinking you run the fucking drought i was like i'm not surprised you, you
2: know it's on my mind all this
1: <laughs> bullshit we're trying to avoid the bu- bullshit
2: in the news and here i am slipping a weinstein in where you can't it doesn't matter. avoid it
1: you can't now we're just like literally living in a world where sexual assault and rape is on the forefront at all times all the time if you're not thinking about it i don't know where you live I mean, if you're watching
2: the Kardashians, you're going to say Kavanaugh. You're going to be like, (laughs) instead of Kardashian at some point. Yeah. It's just like on the tip of our tongue.
1: No. Yeah. And it's like a thing that's happening. And it's crazy. Like there's this divide that it's created. It's uncomfortable. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Like I was at home when all the Kavanaugh stuff was happening. Like the. Yeah. And like my mom is a Republican. Like my parents, I think both voted for Trump or conservatives, but I'm like you, I tried. I'm like, I tried to tell you this before the election that like, yeah, this is like not the side of history you want to be on. And like you being on this, it's like more than just like your political stance. It's like actually like on a personal level, like hurtful at this point, I think 100%. you're drawing a line in the sand. If you're saying like I support Brett Kavanaugh, you're basically saying like Fuck you to like every victim yep. of any sort of like sexual assault, anything. And I don't. They don't hear it. I don't think they see it or hear it that way, or can like I don't understand even know
2: that. How you? I can't even imagine. I'm lucky in that. <laughs> I don't think I'm lucky for my family but like i'm lucky that that, is like
1: lucky though they
2: are like hippie liberals that don't like that that's just what i grew up with like i can't even imagine if there was anyone in my family that voted for him or had any point of view like like the people and i hear it all the time with my i mean we're in a bubble here yeah but like so many friends from back home that you know wherever they are that have parents Parents with different points of view. Like that, I don't think I could get past that. And anyone that says, like, we don't, we just don't talk about it. We don't, I don't, I don't understand how you do that.
1: Yeah. I can understand like a just like total compartmentalization. Like that just doesn't come up. But like even I try and do that with my family because I would just, my whole reaction is to just get like so heated. And so it's, I'm like, okay, it's better if we just never talk about any of this Because then otherwise
2: you wouldn't have a relationship.
1: Yeah, right? and but then now we live in such like a news cycle and time that it's – you can't – you have to, it's in our faces. Like yeah. there's no avoiding. Like I went to the hair salon to get my hair cut mm-hmm. that morning that the hearings were on. there on in the hair salon. Like it's in your face. Your hair looks great, Thank by you, the way. Thank- <laughs> So good. Thank you. Shout out to Brandon at Brandon! Lock Salon in Oklahoma City. He gives a great haircut. I might have to take a flight to you, go get a guess chop What? Chop. It's probably <laughs> cheaper to fly to Oklahoma and get your haircut by Brandon than go to like a top stylist in LA. Sure.
2: Like the one you recommended me to. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to her. Her. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're expensive. really expensive. Good. Um. <clears throat> But, yeah, it's like there's no – eventually you're going to have to, like, cross that line. And it's just, like, really awkward when you're, like – I just don't – if someone came to me and was like, oh, I went through this, like, horrible experience, Mm -hmm. it would make me – I would question, like, my support of whatever it was that they had gone through that was bad. Yeah. And I would be like, hmm, maybe – they are on something and like I should think about their point of view sure. and like but that is like not the mindset like there's some sort of thing that separates it's weird because I'm like mom I'm literally like you know like we've talked about like what I went through and like I'm telling you like I'm not, it's not even like politicized. I'm just like telling you like, this is how it goes. Like it's a human thing. Like, and it's just like, well, what about like, Innocent until proven guilty. And it's just like reiterating like all this sort of like Fox News bullshit sure. that's not really about the main issue, which is like, you watch that hearing and you watch the way she conducts herself and versus the way he conducts herself. And I'm like, that's a fucking attempted rapist. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Like, 100%. it is 100%. Yeah. You don't act like a little fucking squealing Mm-mm. piggy boy. If like, you piggy have- <laughs> boy, that's good. If you um, haven't like, you have something to, like, hide. You just do. I agree. He threw a temper tantrum. I know. I'm like, you don't got to be a witch
2: to figure that no. out. No.
1: <laughs> Although I am. Yeah. But I'm like, <laughs> you can't, like, you're, we're sitting here watching the same thing. Like, I'm yeah. watching it. I, like, walk into the room as she's literally watching and be like, ah, no. You know, like, cry and, like, have a full-blown two-year-old's tantrum. Full-blown. And I'm like, that guy has tried to rape. A hundred percent.
2: I know who that guy is. Yeah. I went I to z- school with the, that guy. Like, we I get We all know it. that guy. We all know that guy.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, he's the same wherever he comes from Sucks. and like, whatever he does, like I, that person is like, that is the enemy. Like we need to be united against that. And like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry that it fucks with like your taxes. Yeah. But like taxes fuck, fuck with t- everyone. So yeah. like, like let's what get are our you going to do? Straight. Yeah. And just like, I don't know it's I don't know where I can't like pinpoint where the disconnect comes like where it's like what happened to my daughter is not okay but this somehow is different than that and this Mm -hmm. is okay And I don't know if that's just an older generation that has had to like sit through like I really do think like the generate like two generations above us like they've dealt with this in a very like that's just like run of the mill yeah it's like yeah
2: raped yeah we all got raped
1: yeah like I everyone deal with it yeah like i told i said this on like the last pod, but i had like family like family members say to me like oh i was basically raped like twice in college but like you know i just shouldn't have been happened. drinking so much and it's Ugh. like okay well that was then and that's like the perspective then but like hey we're here to tell you that like that's not okay and it actually is like you're allowed to be angry at that and like
2: mm-hmm.
1: be like that's bullshit and like also fight against that and call it out and say fuck you men who are also rapists like right. you don't get to treat women like this anymore and you don't get to put the onus on a woman for drinking too much right you're fucking dick in your pants and your hands to yourself yeah Get it together. Get an enthusiastic yes when you're looking to fuck someone. Yes. That's all it really is. Like,
2: yes, I want (laughs) to fuck you. Yes, please fuck me. Like, that's what you want. What do you want? That's yeah, that's yeah. a good point. That and should it's be just like
1: a bumper sticker. Yeah. Get the enthusiastic. Get the hell yes. Get the hell yes before you get the dick out or yeah. whatever.
2: A bad, bad pitch, but no, I like know. that.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm picturing it on a bumper yeah. stunker uh, a bumper st- stunker <laughs> 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 a bumper stunker whole bumper stunker <laughs> on the car yeah get the hell yes before you get, get the dick out yeah yeah something like that something along those lines We can workshop it We gotta workshop it but yeah i don't understand being like it's chill and it's then chill. and even i don't understand even looking at that and being like he's a cool guy and this other woman oh. must be lying it's just like the most the d- deepest, darkest level of internalized misogyny. For sure. I think agreed. And it's just sad. Cause I'm like, I'm a glad that I didn't grow up in that era, but it's also like, people- yeah. but look at, it's like, well,
2: what's the era now? Like, what is the message we're giving? I have two girls at home. I'm like, mm-hmm. what am I, am I preparing them for a world filled with rapists? Like that we're okay with these people in our lives? Or am I preparing that like I, I, to yeah. fight against them or what? Like I,
1: I don't know what yeah. did, do they have any do they know what's going on is this like a so thing up, for them? Like the
2: day I can't remember what day it was but there was I think it was the day Kavanaugh was had his hearing I can't remember but I was like so fired up and listening and I had to get them from school And for some reason I was compelled to like fully tell them what's going on yeah they don't understand anything anything yeah they're dummies mm-hmm. um, but I was like <laughs> Okay, there's a Supreme You're like, Supreme listen court. up, you little idiots. I'm, I'm like, g- listen up. I'm going to school you, you little fuckers. There's They know Trump is shitty. Like, the only yeah. time they're allowed to, like, say a curse word is if it's related to Trump. And cool. we're like, cool, high five. Yeah. So they, uh, I, I'm like, look, you know, Mama doesn't like Trump. And they're like, yeah, we get it. I'm like, well, there's this higher court that is, like, even more powerful than Trump, which is, like, kind of great to know we have that in case, you know, to keep him in check. But now that's compromised because we have this
1: this rapist who's a rapist. Now, there's rapist. only one thing worse than a rapist. And that's a rapist with an agenda with an agenda. Yeah,
2: exactly. An and exonerated
1: I, rapist right. with an agenda.
2: And I, I didn't obviously say rapist or any of these words. I was yeah. like, I just said, like, bad guy. There's a bad another bad guy that's up to be, a, you know, join the Supreme Court team in whatever yeah. layman's terms I put it in for them. <laughs> And they like kind of got it. And I was like, that's why mom is bummed today. (laughs) I was like, give mama a get out of jail free card today because I'm feeling shitty. Yeah. And then we never talked about it again. And then just the other day, my eight year old was like, hey, whatever happened with that guy, the bad guy that was like going to get. And I was like, thanks. I just fucking put that away and I had moved on
1: the nightmare continues and
2: I had to tell her yeah and she looked bummed out and I was like yeah it's a bummer but I don't want to like weigh her down she's eight like enjoy being eight enjoy this for a while because you people don't care and you don't need to care right
1: now I know it's like when do you and I'm sure you think about this a lot but it's like Mm -hmm. when do you start to tell your children and especially girls about all the bad shit that happens in the world I
2: thought of that today to myself randomly I don't know what sparked it but I was like when they're not in a position right now where I'm like they're going to high school or Mm dancing or being alone with boys and like I have to have that talk we're not there yet but I started to think about at what point do I I mean we've had talks about like bad touch you know all that Mm -hmm. stuff Yeah, but, but no at some point and I don't know what that world's gonna be in five years from now like that it's Crazy. Yeah. It could be something nuts. We could be like Handmaid's Tale. we like in Gilead. You don't even get to like
1: talk to them. You'll
2: know. Yeah.
1: It's really Cal Exit. <laughs> it's <a> Cal Exit. <laughs> let's get the let's, fuck out of here. Let's get the fuck out. Cal Exit. We're getting the fuck
2: out. <laughs> I know very little about CalExit. PS, but I'm like, maybe that's a solution. I don't
1: know. It sounds really great to me. I
2: feel like we need like some sort of rad- insane. What Like this little baby step shit isn't cutting it for me. No, like,
1: I don't. And California, what It has like a great economy? Huge. This is where we get dicey when I start to like try and spit <laughs> political facts. Where I'm like, I actually don't fact check. I this. know nothing, but <laughs> I do know that Cal Exit is a okay with me. And like you do, yeah. California has a awesome economy.
2: Mm-hmm it's like one it's of the best. big
1: cities are chill <laughs> it's totally right. one of the best
2: <laughs> one of the best economies big cities are chill yeah what else a <laughs> lot of red counties a lot of red counties which this is but we i think we, we have a spin the,
1: yeah like if we come on some common ground with like gun laws maybe which that's gonna be hard because i it's hard i was about to say like well maybe california has been more chill with like gun violence but then a, like san bernardino flashed in my brain so i was like No, not really. No, it turns out no one is safe from a whole gun violence moment. No. But if we could somehow recruit the people in the red counties Mm -hmm. to join the Cal Army and Cal Navy, like they're down with that. And we're like, look, you get all the guns you want. Yeah. In the army. In or the, the army. Navy. Have so, like, fun. Yeah. You got
2: your guns, but only for the purposes of fighting like mm, say Nevada. Yeah. And
1: like a, a war against the rest of the, the United States. The yeah. And I think there's a spin that could really entice them. Sure. Cause they love guns. So yeah. we just have to get good,
2: like marketing.
1: Yeah. And I- then like <laughs> appeal, just appeal to the gun loving blue lives matter uh-huh. loving side of them. Yes. Get them in the Cal army. Mm-hmm. Then give them like, give them great benefits. Give our
2: veterans give them gr- amazing, amazing healthcare, amazing healthcare. Yeah. Free. Like, we
1: will fully take care of you. You can think whatever you want. Yeah. And that's like totally chill. Yeah,
2: we'll pay for your school. We'll do similar to what the U.S. does for their yeah, army.
1: Which but even I, better. But even better. You're like, we'll do what the U.S. does, which is forget about their <laughs> veterans the second they get home and let them rot on the streets yeah. begging for a sandwich. <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll do better than that, though. We
2: will, because it's Hollywood. Yeah, it's and Hollywood. We'll, we'll, we'll make it sexy. It. Yeah. We'll make it totally sexy. Yeah. We'll take them you on get tour. To
1: go, if you're in the Cal Army, yeah. you got full... Free health. I'm gonna say it's free for you. i am voting for you. I'm saying <laughs> it's free for you in the Cal it's Army. It's free for
2: you. You get free health care, free birth control, whatever birth you control.
1: want. If you're married, mm-hmm. I'll even go so far as say your whole family gets free health care. Absolutely. If you're 100%. In, but you have to be in the Cal Army for like a minimum of what? Mm-hmm. How long do you have to be in the army? Probably like a week. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. If anyone wants to tell me some army facts i would love to know Like, i don't I know love any. an army fact yeah we um, know them. i would say cal <coughs> army you yeah. have to be in for five years but if you're in you get while you're in you get every yeah. free, everything free everything we'll pay for your college yeah we'll send you to a we'll uc school send you. my
2: brother-in-law is he's about to go to afghanistan for the second time Oof. yeah uh he he just keeps like getting degrees like he's over there he's like a higher up so he's not like on the he's, front like, line like, yeah but he's like in an office and he has all this time so he just like because they pay for it he's like i'll just get another credential on my whatever and he's an engineer and
1: he's super fucking smart that's a chill way to army <sighs>
2: it's a really chic way to army yeah it's the way to army that's if the you're one gonna way army. to army yeah <laughs> we should just promote that kind of army mm-hmm. for you California just get
1: smarter and so <laughs> smart that you realize like the army is not that it wasn't a smart in. move in the first place. Yeah. But then you're like, you were like triple PhD and you're just like <laughs> such a genius. You're and like, then we okay. place
2: you somewhere like really important, like high in office, like yeah. maybe not quite as high as <laughs> high up as us. Cause we're, we're really in California at this yeah. time. but we'll need your support because we don't know what we're talking about. Mm hmm um i love the idea the the full thing there is a full calyx and movement that i like i get the emails and i never read them
1: <laughs> where who's they're like spearheading Cal i don't know i and don't
2: quote me on this but there was like some <laughs> there was some person spearheading it who had like You're a
1: like Russian. harvey weinstein
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was harvey weinstein <laughs> No, it was someone with like Russian ties. Oh, there was classic. a whole <laughs>
1: classic. 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 Them fucking like, yeah, trolling I mean, again.
2: Freaking... Yeah,
1: every time you get trolled, you should probably ask like, "What are the Russian ties to this?" Right? And you like... could probably take it all the way back to Russia, 100%. aka the master trolls. Yes. Yeah, I
2: fully believe that. But there was some Russian ties, and the guy that was like, fu- like funding or like behind the whole Calyx movement, I guess. It was like, ah, all this Russia shit has come up. Like, I got to step down. So he stepped down. But he's like, please don't make that, like,
1: delegitimize the he's whole thing. He's like, hey, movement. forget about it. Forget about <laughs> it. He tried and to pull they... a forget about it. And then. <laughs>
2: totally. Totally did. <laughs> And I bought it. I was like, yeah. okay. You kept the torch who's alive. Who's next? So I was like, I'll still subscribe to that. I didn't hit the unsubscribe. So I still get the emails every... Well, then I didn't hear anything forever. And yeah. then all of a sudden, there is a resurgence okay. of someone else who's taken over the CalExit movement. I don't think it's gotten anywhere because there's nothing on the ballot. Yeah.
1: But like, I do support it, I think. I think so until I feel like... Yeah. like I feel like Threw the only wrong. wrench is... Mm-hmm a not like a crazy natural disaster mm-hmm. where california ends up really needing like yeah we have to go to our help. friends
2: then don't we have friends we'll still have
1: friends it's not like, like, like we... canada would be
2: canada will take
1: us and in. mexico also Mexico yeah <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I was like, what's Mako? And then I realized you were trying to say Mexico. Yeah, I did say Mako.
2: <laughs> I felt like I was in Mako when I entered your beautiful courtyard. It's a very
1: international vibe here. It's like Tulum. I've never been to Tulum, but I like to it's pretend. Kind of Tulumi. It's Tulumi. Yeah, it's like Moroccan. Oh, yeah. I love a Moroccan vibe. Yeah, Mexico and Canada, definite allies. For sure. We could get them on our side soups easy. Yeah. Yeah. Who else? (laughs) We need more friends, I think. Japan, I feel like. Sure. I love a
2: Japan moment.
1: Yeah. I love Japan. I don't know if they would stand with California against the rest of the United States. Oh, yeah. That's like tough. But what is Hawaii? If the Hawaii's. We, can we
2: include Hawaii in the Cal Exit? For sure. Yeah. I feel like, I kind of think the Pacific Northwest, that was also proposed by somebody. Mm. There was like the Canada, Oregon and Washington. Oregon, Washington. That would be chill. I spent a lot of time in Oregon this summer. Mm-hmm. And I'm, it's, I for love it. I love it. My husband was working on the show called Shrill based oh, on. Did you okay. read Shrill? No, You're but I, it's on my
1: list. Yeah. I know. It's like, soup it's on my list okay Okay,
2: Laura it's a show coming out on Hulu starring AD Bryant yeah
1: I will make a lot of the comedians on that are on the show yeah like Patty Harrison and yeah
2: yeah yeah Um, so funny I think it's gonna be it's gonna be major it's a major show you're on it I'm on like for a second but fifth fifth episode i make an appearance love and i'm excited about it i'm excited for that um i hope she comes back (laughs) p.s we'll see uh but but uh my point being about shrill you're good at oregon back oregon i spent so craig was shooting they shot that in portland and so we went up and hung out like the last two weeks of my kids summer break Mm -hmm. up there and my college roommate was there when seen in a bajillion years and we reconnected and she is. Cause she lives there. She lives there now. You kind of remind me of her actually. Love that and Old she's fool. Yeah. And she's uh, she, awesome. Like it was such, it was just really great to reconnect with her. Yeah. And yeah. Hang out in Portland. It was great. Have you been?
1: No, I've never been to Portland. I know. And love- I feel like I would love it. We should do a road trip to Portland. I'm so down. Or fly. Because Burbank uh, to PDX is yeah, I feel like, like a everything. fly. But like, <laughs> <laughs> off the yeah. top of my head, I'm going to say fly. Burbank. But, yeah, I feel like I would really be called, I love a Pacific Northwest. Mm. Like, the vibe and the green, like the green color tones really speak to me. Yeah. And like the moodiness
2: i mean i was there the best time apparently it's like not great weather most of the time and i was there at the prime portland weather
1: like it time. was it sunny outside it was
2: sunny and beautiful they had heat waves and everyone's complaining and i was like this is nothing their heat yeah, waves were like it. 90 oh or yeah right here they're like 145 <laughs> <laughs> no we're here frying.
1: you're literally like Fine. pets are dying yeah yeah uh, no, but it's beautiful and okay. you're in the
2: city and then you go four seconds away and you're in a full blown forest. Like you could get <sighs> eaten by an animal. I love
1: that. Yeah. It's like twilight kind of. It's
2: fully. Twi- I think they shot in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Right? I think
1: they shot like, or, or maybe, in, yeah, Vancouver, Same but like thing. I was in Seattle, for to go to like a dead show at the gorge so i spent Mm -hmm. a couple days in seattle and it was like giving me everything i needed like a brain massage all that like green and like grays and blues they what do they call that when you like walk in nature it's called something you know it earthing Earth is it? Or earthen? is it? That's when you're just barefoot and walking around. No, it's earthing. That's earthing. Okay. Yeah. Did you earth in Portland? Enough, but
2: I did. Like there was a park nearby that had redwoods, and the minute we got in the redwood, I like hugged them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you like, got
2: a hug. I needed to hug them, and I needed to like breathe, like a lot of heavy breathing, like mm-hmm. get in this fresh air. Yeah. I'm here,
1: I love the fresh air. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, I want to. I want to just go Earth somewhere. You should do
2: it there because mm-hmm. it's easy. It's so close and easy. The flight is nothing. It's like two hours. It's two out. It's one movie. It's two if you forget your iPad or what. I don't know <laughs> I watched like two <laughs> Katie Couric documentaries. I turned into a forty-five-year-old woman. You're educating. Yourself. I did. There was because you know you have a in-flight. What's the go-go in-flight? The like
1: go-go in-flight Wi-Fi. Yeah, I'm familiar with it.
2: But there's the app that has the like the shows on it it has like uh they have movies and tv shows
1: i didn't know there was like an app there's a
2: google Inflight app that oh, ha- if okay. you don't have because we're flying alaska and they don't yeah. have fucking the tvs in front of you oh so, so you like can on my stream. iphone i was like i guess i gotta stream something because i forgot to download my ozark that
1: i was watching at the
2: time which by the way i'm fully off Is
1: Ozark good i keep hearing people why are people just now the first about season it? was amazing and is this is second season? Second season
2: sucks balls.
1: Really? It's awful. And then now it's in the third season and everyone's like, no, thank God. No, it's still in the second season. Because oh. second
2: season just launched like maybe a month ago or something. So people are probably Was there like about a
1: four-year break between the first season and second season? I don't know because I was late to the party. I'm Am I living sure. in like a time warp? You're like, in a time warp. Okay.
2: <laughs> no, I don't know. I actually...
1: Because I, I feel like Ozark came out like four years ago. I and I was it was like, a
2: long time.
1: This is random. Anyways. And then Same. now all I hear about is Ozark this, Ozark that. People are
2: watching. They're like, oh, there's a season two. I didn't ever watch the season one. That's what I did. Oh. And then I binged in Portland. And then they get
1: really into season yeah. one. And then what they don't tell you is season two sucks. Blows. Really? All it, of like,
2: it turned It's awful. I'm... Uh, well... I mean, I maybe should. Get, no, I gave like three episodes a chance, and I was like, "I'm out." Like this sucks. Yeah, and it bums me out because I can. T- it's the. It's it's not good. I'm not gonna call out. I don't know anyone that works on the show, but like, I. It's not great. Yeah. Interesting. But maybe it'll come back around. I'm hopeful. Yeah, there's so much talent there. I don't know. We'll see. I can't remember why I was talking. Oh, on the plane to pdx watching katie kirk show because i had nothing <laughs> i didn't download my ozark what katie
1: Couric, doc- she has some
2: show that's actually fucking great like i was uh i was watching she she did one on like the whole
1: charlotteville oh, okay um,
2: w- she was there when that went down mm-hmm. and uh it was God, like when, I'm like
1: remember when that happened like
2: yes that's exactly like, my point was like that was insane and i already forgot about it yeah and then i went and we watched this katie Kirk doc on the plane and sobbing mm-hmm. on my like last row sad seat alaska sobbing in the back like holy f- how did i forget about this yeah this is
1: holy awful every day some things get worse and worse yeah yeah why are we still deciding <laughs> to live i don't know because like
2: why is that okay no
1: dying seems pretty scary as well oh yeah that seems terrible i'm
2: not suggesting that but i'm also not suggesting living
1: (laughs) i'm like you have a lot to live for you have like a family and whatever i have like i have the readers and i have podcasts you're very talented you have a lot to live for thank you thank you i
2: hope your readers know that i'm such a fan And also, I'm actually, I don't even want to say this out loud, but I'm going to say it anyway because I'm scared someone's going to scoop you up. I truly just am holding out for one of my projects to go so (laughs) I can steal you. (laughs) Yes. Because the fact that nobody is taking you into a writer's room and st- is bonkers to me. Can I tell
1: you the big secret of why that's happening? <laughs> What's your secret? My secret is I've never What's written your failure a pilot. Secret? So I can't even go into the writer's room without that. I know. That. I'm trying to just like... My whole life, it's like I try and game the system and be like, now's the time where I'll skip ahead of the line yes. without having to do any of the bullshit that literally... Thousands of professionals tell me to do. <laughs> and I'm like, cool. Anyways, like I've I, told you that. I've no, been yeah, like, I'm like, your script. you've told me that. My managers told sure. me that. She's probably maybe listening to this. Maybe not. Maybe shaking, not. If she is listening, she's shaking her head. She's like, God damn it. God and damn then it, Lara, like, get it together. Yeah. So it's like, I won't do anything anyone tells me, mm. but I will do my own thing and I'll do it really well. So that's like the next, I think, phase of life is like, taking people's advice and trusting that they know more than I do about like how Mm -hmm. to get where I want to go. Like let, like I don't, I guess I'm just like resistant to that. And also it's like, if it doesn't happen, easily for me mm-hmm. which a pilot is like weirdly very difficult to write pilots
2: like, are cuz they're all garbage it's they so much are like so ex- awful. it's you awful. you read
1: a lot like it's like i came to la and obviously like worked in production for a while mm-hmm. or like on the producer side of things and like read a lot of pilots and i was like god everyone sucks like who are all these writers like i could do this like a million times better yeah. than them and then like Wrote some books, which was a whole different writing process than. Sure. And I also worked with two other people. So it was like not as intense as writing a book all by myself. But like, then started to try and write a pilot and was like this is weirdly very hard then you read like, so many bad ones that you're like oh my god I'm one of the bad ones like this is just awful like I'm just like <laughs> people are gonna read this and they're gonna be like oh my god this person's not funny and like no how about be inspired
2: that like there's so much garbage like you could actually have a gym in
1: yeah and so then it's like you I go into like just a brainstorm and I get maybe 75% of the way done and then yeah. I'm like fuck it it's a like I'm just whatever and then like don't ever I somehow erase yeah. it from my memory or it becomes less than less of a priority yeah. and then it just like never happens yeah i feel Which is you like,
2: yeah i mean i understand like i i have i kind of do similar things it's like, weird i don't do the normal like here's your to-do list i at all yeah but and i'm not saying you should do your to-do list at all because it's just a matter of time for someone to be like oh let's bring her in and then they're gonna be like fuck thank god we brought her in
1: yeah well it's also like it's just And the pilots will happen and everything will happen as it's meant to. I fully believe that. And like, I'm more motivated to do it. And like my relationship to like writing Mm -hmm. feels like it's evolving and is different, even though I have not been writing anything. It's just like a mental, it's like some sort of emotional and mental relationship. Right. To like work through. Right. And then it's just accepting that like, like podcasting comes pretty naturally because I can just like talk and talk and talk. This is
2: a talent that you have. Like I listen to your podcast, and I'm like, how I don't like, I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm like, what? It is a talent. It's why, a true you're talent. You're a good talker as well, and am we am have I? like a
1: good, yeah, and we have like a good rapport. We have, a rapport. We have a, can have a good conversation and like, together. yeah, we
2: lull. I appreciate
1: that. I appreciate it too, but like. It's when a skill. It is
2: a full blown talent though that you have. Like y- it's rad that you have a, a how many 45 podcasts <laughs> like that you're a media empire. It's bonkers. It's
1: a lot. And like, sometimes I'm like, whoa, I, there's a lot of content that goes out like week but to week awesome. more than I can even keep up with. But it's like, it, that's something that's just like, okay, like this doesn't take the same amount of energy. So when something does take energy, even though I know I'm good at it and I'm a good writer,
2: Mm-hmm
1: any of those speed bumps like piss me off and then like, yeah. make me really mad at myself. Cause yeah. I'm like, why don't you get this? Like I thought you were smart oh, and, then wow. and it's like, goes into a dark, it goes to the dark side wow. quickly.
2: I like think about just the dumb things of like, I like I was a voiceover person for a year. Like I did so much for,
1: Oh my God. <laughs> this is one of my favorite. Okay. I need, this is a true babe and it's not even your fault it's not <laughs> it's my not fault. fault it's not your fault okay but i'm coming back to my point when you
2: make yours
1: okay so i don't know what readers know about the show about what oh about your show <sighs> my it's not my show
2: well, the show that you were Okay, so there was a show called Drawn Together on Comedy Central. Yeah, that's and it, the one you're referring that's to. That's the one I'm
1: referring to. And I remember I watched it, uh-huh. like, how many seasons was it?
2: F- I think we did four in a movie, three in a movie, okay. four. No, I think we did four. I don't. Know. It was.
1: I a remember, because I, I was really into ago. the first season, but it was around the time that, like, um, I think it was like Celebrity Rehab and, like, kind of the around the time of those like reality TV yeah it's shows. based
2: off a of big brother like yeah.
1: the P- i'm a
2: full-blown big brother host.
1: oh yeah. yeah i knew it's, this you. Didn't know you and i'm not i've never gotten into big brother but i'm sure correct. like someday it's correct it'll happen with me it's a garbage show but i
2: love it okay but go ahead
1: so drawn on. together yeah. is a show and the whole concept is like all these different kind of characters who,
2: it's like all the genres of cartoons that live together in a house mm-hmm. so it was the Betty Boop character and the the superhero character which was Captain Hero and and uh oh god who else do we have Josie and the Pussycats character it yeah was Cree Summer plays like mm-hmm. one of the, what was Foxy Love was her name oh yeah Foxy Love and then there was the Pokemon character <laughs> played
1: th- by me at the time, like it's a really raunchy, Ling Ling. like it's a raunchy, really raunchy. cartoon, yes. like really off color. Mm-hmm. And at the time that it came out, it was like this is the kind of humor that is just yeah. like no one in cared. greater pop culture, it was like pre woke America. So it was For like sure. you could really get away with a lot more. And the Pikachu character was like a full <laughs> blow. <laughs> like, yeah. I remember you telling me, because we met working on a show together, yeah. and then you were telling me about Drawn Together, and that was, like, one of my faves, like, back in the mm-hmm. day, and I was like, oh, my God, like,
2: who... Wait, you watched Drawn Together back in the day? Yeah, I watched oh, it when it came out. Oh, I thought
1: you like, Google it. No, oh, I watched I love... it when it came out on Comedy Central, because I was, like, I think, because I was, I might have been living in Oklahoma City at the time, but, like, I watched a lot of TV, and then And I you was, were,
2: like, a big Adam Carolla fan? I was so a
1: big... <laughs> I, like, loved, like, fan... It was, like, I went through, like, a huge fan... Family Guy phase you where I didn't. just like watched all Family Guy and like, sure. only spoke in like anchor man yeah. like terms and like uh. it was really like bro comedy like whatever. Yeah. And so I watched Drawn Together and was Words. like obsessed and I was like, oh my god, who were you in Drawn Together? And you were what was the character? Ling Ling. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, wow, that's crazy. Like and then I kind of remembered Ling Ling uh-huh. talks in, like, a very problematic, like, Asian accent. Yeah, I
2: made up a language. You like, ma- truly wasn't... Well, okay, I was... Yes, I was a very... I don't... No one knows who I am, but I'm a white... I'm a white, blonde, a Blonde white, little white girl. Yeah. I'm not... I should not be playing the role of Ling Ling. No. And At Ling the time
1: might not fine. even... I mean, I. it would be, like, more chill. I mean, if that happened now, it would be outrage. Not okay. And, like... But maybe, if like an Asian person was playing the character, yeah. it would be a little more acceptable. But I had
2: Asian support, though I did. yeah, I would I was like, thank God because I did. But at the time, it didn't even cross your mind. you were no, just, it was like no I would a I truly play because not only did I play Ling Ling, like we were able to play up to three. I think characters per episode or like two more characters per episode without like having to pay you more or Mm -hmm. something like I could play passerby number four and like a kid or whatever. So I played like many races and many whatever yeah characters
1: but this one was definitely like, like yeah. fell into like some stereotypes yeah. and then i remember being like wow ling ling huh and then i went <laughs> <laughs> and like was just like googling and kind of rewatching the show because i was like god what a throwback like it's been so long and then i was like holy shit this character is like full-blown pretty racist racist yeah
2: PS, uh, I, yes, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I'm not... The, <laughs> There's not, it's like, what's done is done. It's what's, it's what it's what's,
2: totally done what's done is done. The sad thing is I got cast for that role because at the time I was like, post groundlings performing mm-hmm. all the time on state, like live sketch shit and one of the characters, we had this, it would not fly today. We had this sketch that was called Buffet King and it was like an a, like a Chinese restaurant where you mm-hmm. come in and and ordered chinese food but because then you'd come in it you'd say it in an accent i was like the owner of buffet king but yeah i'd say buffet king and it sounded like butt fucking and that uh. was like the
1: whole joke of the sketch <laughs> okay not
2: would not fly today
1: at all this is some early 2000 oh, shit it
2: was totally early like 2000 2004 shit.
1: 2005
2: p.s i just had like a reunion with that sketch group and we basically sat there and talked about all the inappropriate sketches that we had that would just not be okay today like how was that okay to me i cringe thinking about that like there's a we used to perform in the comedy central space doing like (laughs) like me and my friend who was a closeted gay man at the time who's now out we like performed this like indigo girls s character yeah
1: i'm not even gonna say what all we did it was like not okay no and it's like i feel like that's It's just one of those things, because I've definitely, like, I mean, the White Girl Problems, like, first book has some moments in it that I'm just like, this is, like, not, this is, like, bad. Like, it doesn't age well. And that's just, like, period. It just doesn't. And, like, in the time, you can't really, like, you can't predict. I don't know. It was just pre, it's pre, like, Woke America. I don't know how else to explain it. It's just, like, I feel like there's been more of a light, I guess, shine on like racism or yeah. the joke. Like I think, th- and I think that's a good thing. I think it's Agreed. like showing that like, cause comedy I don't know if, if it's true comedy. Is it going to be funny no matter what? And like, I well, feel like the thing is like, we can look back on it. Like me and my group that used to perform can look back on it now and laugh in a different kind of way. So we're yeah. like,
2: we're still getting like, wow, out that's of it. Like
1: insane. That we're we like- even thought that that was like chill to do, Yeah, but, but it's like, I would never want like, I would never want someone Like a person of color To read a book Or anything that I've done And feel like Oh my Like No And to think that That could even be a thing Is Mm -hmm. like That's the part That you're like Ooh, I hate this and like true. That's the part that I would be that I am like sorry about. But that's it's what like, bums
2: me out about Ling Ling is like I, that was <laughs> to go back to Ling Ling. I love Ling, like Ling. Ling Ling. <laughs> like Ling Ling came from this character I created. Not only that, but truly the character it came from was this like New Orleans like Cajun <laughs> character I did back in the day and that had this crazy voice and yeah. they were like, turn that into like a Pikachu. We kind of, cause they wanted this language and yeah. I was like, I'll create a language. Cool. Whatever. Yeah. And so I would actually read the line in recordings and then I would like make up the line in my language yeah. afterwards. It was great. It was fun. I loved that show. I lo- like, I had so much fun on it, but yeah, it d- it didn't age well. And like, I don't. I would never want to do it again. And even now, like when Lingling, like, there's been a couple moments when when um, like our friends had like the tenth anniversary of like the movie came or something DVD yeah. came out. I was like hesitant to get involved in any way because. I'm like, I, does this fly anymore? Like, you're just like, ooh, ooh, it's an mm. yeah. it's truly a, one of those moments
1: because it's like, and even I think that that's like just shows it's just like maturing in general where you're like, oh god, like, sure. That I was like
2: 22 when that happened. Yeah, like, that was like, a
1: that was a really bad look. Anyway, so yeah. hopefully I can do better in the future and yeah. like not have stuff like that. Totally. And I met my husband on that show. Yeah.
2: We were drawn together. Oh was he what did he did he, he direct came, it no he came in as a writer our third season oh amazing so he was like i was like fresh off of a rough breakup mm-hmm. and he came in table read and i was like who's the new guy and <laughs> she he was like who's that and then we like hung out and yeah and then we the rest is history
1: smash cut smash cut to two kids yeah yeah living the dream living the dream are we yeah i think so I you guys got a good thing going. We got a great thing going. Yeah.
2: I think so. Two cuties. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. But yeah, I remember being like, whoa. But like, I, yeah. Anyways. It's funny. I love that you actually knew the reference when I brought I'm it up. To you. I was like, I didn't want to like be a weirdo and be like, <laughs> oh my God, the show. Like, so I was like, ah, I was like, wow, that's cool. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Hmm
2: that was a fun party trick i remember like a few times being out like not in la obviously (laughs) because no one cares about you in la regardless (laughs) of any credits that you have but i remember like going to boulder colorado and being like i'm the voice of ling ling and then they were like bring her out and then we're like dancing and having a (laughs) ling (laughs) ling moment could you imagine if that happened now i'd get not not the same kind of welcoming it wouldn't be it wouldn't be good no it wouldn't but, you know, it's part of the journey.
1: It is part of the journey of being
2: an actor. They weren't my work. The journey of
1: being like any, I think any creative nowadays is being, or like at least, I don't know. Is it a comedy thing? I'm like, has everyone done a racist thing in their oh, life?
2: 100. I remember coming out and seeing Sarah Silverman do stand-up. Like I when I, fr- I worked on The Man Show, P.S., you did? Yeah. Were you a writer on that? Uh, no. I was a P I was nineteen years old. I was a PA on the man show. It was my first like ever look into Hollywood. Oh my God. And I gotta say though, uh Jimmy Kimmel is the dream. Yeah. He truly like he was like, you should he made me do stand up for the first time, which I'd never done. Mm-hmm. I don't do PS. But like <laughs> he made me do it. Uh, it was awful. He it but pushed me to get into ground. Like he's yeah. like, guided me when yeah. I needed guidance and he's a, truly a good person. All the same people he's still surrounded by on a show now, but like that show was, would not fly at all. No. My first TV gig that I ever did. And I was so proud cause I like, was on TV mm-hmm. and I wasn't a PA for the day. And I got to, and I had to fully audition, but it, I was so psyched. Uh, it was like a a sketch that was a Consumer Reports try your bride before you decide bit.
1: Oh God, it's
2: <laughs> like looking back on it, my heart breaks. Like I want to cry. It was me, uh, like put her on a treadmill. Like it showed me, like is your bride up for the task? And I would be like mopping the floor and like holding a baby. And then they had a sex a sex part where I'm on top of Ron Jeremy. <laughs> no yeah and fully like pretending
1: that you're fucking
2: that i'm fucking and i remember i was in jeans and it was like fine but and like somehow i was okay i was 19 i was like yeah. i'm on tv yay and yeah. like fully totally okay with it not thinking about anything and like thank god the producer of that show this guy daniel kellison had a daughter at the time and was like, um, no, like w- we can't have that. Like you put Abby on top of Roger, but like that wasn't the bit. The bit yeah. was like after sex or whatever mm. it was like show her like relaxed. <laughs> You're like, fucking
1: that's insane. Just see if she can clean and cook. <laughs> I love like where he draws the line. Right? Okay. Although at the time he drew the line, he was like,
2: fuck that. I and mean, had to do a reshoot, which yeah. I was just like, because it was a payday for me. Mm-hmm. I got to You're like, get on TV. You're couple. like, it's totally chill. I'm like, don't even care. Give me my $800 for the day. <laughs> That's a, I was, would
1: sit on top of Ron Jeremy and jeans on TV shirt. for $800.
2: Get a lot of skin tags. That's my memory <laughs> of Ron <laughs> Jeremy was like cov- riddled with skin tags. <laughs> was he t- shirtless? yes he was i think he was in like a speedo like or something me
1: a grand
2: i didn't care i was like
1: i do this for free i'm my- in hollywood
2: <laughs> do this is my moment
1: but everything also is like all of that kind of stuff is mostly reflective of like the culture we live in yeah and like it was it's like kind shock of cult like everything was supposed to be shocking the ch- but then also like It's just imbalanced and I feel like as things balance out like cert obviously there will be a light shined on like racist jokes or things that are not okay or problematic right and like it's like a good thing at the end of the day.
2: I agree. I'm psych- like It's not a good look to no. like look
1: back and no. be like, whoa. Yeah. I but I look
2: that, at like, but, like Sarah Silverman. I remember seeing her do stand up. She was like in that man show mm-hmm. crew or whatever. And we go see shows every now and then. And I remember her, her whole bit, the music would play for her to come out on stage. And her line was, Oh my God, I was raped to this song. And everyone would be like, <laughs> like, that was a joke at the time. But, like, I know in my heart of hearts, like, Sarah Silverman would not be okay with that today. Yeah. Like, she's learned from, I'd assume, she's yeah. learned from that. And, like, I hope, anyway. But, mm-hmm. like, it, it, comedy is, it, it's gone through some crazy shit.
1: Yeah. It's not Still okay. Still going. As
2: long as we can all acknowledge some. As long some as you
1: look back and you're like, yeah, that was crazy. really not good. That was a mistake. Mistake. And, like, I'm sorry. And... I'll do better. Like, that's all that can be done because anything you've done is like, I mean, the book is written. It's not going anywhere. Agreed. You know what I mean? Like, so you can just be like,
2: (laughs) whoops. Whoops. I'm I'm not like that I I am not a perfect human. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And I'm learning as I go. I feel like that's constant.
1: I'm like, (laughs) look, I don't have a nine to five and I don't make a lot of money. So, (laughs) we're gonna change that yeah fuck that nine to five we talked about that that schedule's
2: not for us
1: i'm not some corporate slave ew (laughs) fuck the man fuck the man (laughs) fuck anyone telling me what to do agreed write a pilot go fuck yourself fuck you i can do this in other ways um should we do reader mail i would love to do reader mail Okay, we have a follow up email first. A so, follow up to which episode? A follow up to. I wonder if I'm caught
2: up. Enough to there was around. an
1: episode where, oh, it was about, it was an email that was the girl that brewed, and it was a brew <laughs> story. You're familiar with brew Wait,
2: stories. Yes, I was trying to do my homework, and I was like, I figured out what brew is. I think <laughs> I didn't hear the origin of it, but I. Billy, like, you
1: get it. I figured don't it really out. You really need an origin to like. Understand The
2: bruise stories I have for you, which we won't even get into, but we can, we don't have to, but, uh, <laughs> that and what else? Oh, there was feet too. That was another one. Oh, I was like, I need to too. be familiar with your terms. Yeah.
1: I'm still fighting at the forefront of the feet too. And movement. I'm right there
2: with you. You know that what? Could okay. Be, we could pair that with Kellex.
1: <laughs> All I want is a pair of Tevas right now. Like, mm. I'm really like I want just like a black pair of these Tevas that are like mid-form. So they're not like the totally flat ones, but they're not like a platform one. They're like halfway through, still have a little chunk factor to them because when you have really long feet, mm-hmm. a thin shoe will make the foot it will elongate. The I have foot. long
2: feet, but they're skinny. When you do, long. it you have
1: teeny baby. Your feet are literally <laughs> as big as my hand.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they're six and a half yeah but they're skinny and weird i'm glad
1: that my hand now i know is a six and a half awesome so you wear a thin shoe your foot looks long and thin and so i want like kind of a little bit of a platform so it looks like the fo- the foot's never <gasps> going to be cute that. okay but it's gonna it still gives like a chunk factor sure just like looks wise mm-hmm. is better but is this like classic Tiva with the with the like straps or is it like the flip-flop tiva with like the little it's the uh classic classic. tiva yeah but they only make it up to size 10 but they make every other shoe up to size 11 and i'm just like no tiva like i thought you were exempt from the feet two movement because i've had tivas before that were my size but i feel like we need to like come (sighs) to find out you're a traitor
2: yeah, we yeah. need to hit them up.
1: Mm-hmm. Need to make some calls. If anyone is has ties to Tiva, please tell them. Or if you don't, tell the them. The Midform black <laughs> Tiva sandal. What size are we looking for? Eleven. In an eleven. Yeah, which is a forty-two. Wow. Not a forty-one, as a lot of people like to classify it. Your shoe, your foot is powerful. <laughs> my foot is doing powerful things to the world and to me. Love it. Did you catch up on my toe drama? No. Well, I bruised both of my big toenails, and I'm just like was terrified that they were going to fall off. But how did you bruise them? I think them? I just danced really hard at a Grateful <laughs> Dead you show. don't remember. Well, I didn't, in the moment, I didn't feel them bruising, <laughs> and then the day, because I was on acid, and then the <laughs> day after, I woke up, and I was like, God, my big toes are both very sore. They feel almost Bruised, And then and about sure a week not, later, the bruises showed up. So that's why I'm wearing these little dwarf toes. Your toes
2: went on like a mad acid yeah. trip
1: journey. Because now I'm afraid, like I just don't want my two of my big toenails to fall off one, at once. One, one I can handle, but fine. two is like.
2: One is like, you can explain it. Two.
1: Two is like. <laughs> You're a mess. Don't mind me. I have two <laughs> stub nubs. <laughs> Okay.
2: Well, I know I will tomorrow morning make a call to Tiva. Don't think I won't.
1: Please tweet Tiva. At Tiva. Readers. Okay. So the girl that brewed, she was really hungover. And then her boyfriend, she was at a festival. I think she was at. Lollapalooza. Ooh, this year's Lollapalooza. No, she was at Outside Lands in 2012, and she had like a brew down and a porta potty. But she was really hungover, and she asked, was she on,
2: like, drugs or just yeah,
1: it was like drugs, booze, all that. She had
2: poop her rain though. Yeah, and okay. so
1: her boyfriend brought her when she was hungover. He was like, "I'll get you breakfast, babe," and then brought her back like a bunch of hard boiled eggs. And she was like, "Should I break up with this person?" And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like I would kill someone for that. Sure. So she said, follow up questions from the girl that brewed. (laughs) I love said boyfriend and I are no longer together. We did, however, date for four years from 23 to 27. My babe is of years. He trolled me a lot. This was the least of his offenses. Sadly, in the end, he broke up with me. Thank you, universe. Then he immediately regretted it and wanted to get back together and propose marriage. Lucky for me, I finally received major clarity and had begun to move on. I would never tolerate less than four different types of bagels and two cream cheese (laughs) options these days. If my current boyfriend brought me home a hard-boiled egg for breakfast from 7-Eleven at the age of 32, I would throw it against the wall and break (laughs) up with him. a girl. Fast forward. We are now friends with distance because he's a total lawler. Good friend, not boyfriend. He's a total babe to date. That was a little longer winded than I'm sure you'd hoped. But one more thing. There's a chain of babes in Portland <gasps> all waiting for you to visit Portland. If you ever find yourself yes. here, please reach out for a meetup. Love and light. Whoa. Whoa. Psychic. It's meant to be. A witch comes on the podcast and things all Rachel, happen. Rachel, I want to come visit you.
2: Wait, but weirdly enough, my college roommate's <laughs> name is Rachel too. What if that's your it's college? Can't roommate. be. What's her? We're not allowed to say her last name. No. Can I? read We probably it, shouldn't say her first name. Oh, it's not her. It doesn't sound like her because she's married. <laughs> And it's chickens. Um,
1: but, okay. Anyway, I want to go visit this Rachel. Yeah, I want to have a brew down in Portland.
2: You should. This Rachel should actually host you in Portland. Yeah. Just because you have a connection. And also, I feel like you need to experience Portland. I'm dying to. Um, okay, so what's the
1: exact question? <laughs> I think it was just like some follow-up thought. Oh, it's just follow-up. Sometimes there's no question. Oh, I love That's But fine. it's just like...
2: I support that person. I think that's great. Yeah. Okay.
1: Dear Lara and guest. Me. Hopefully my other boarding school spirit sister, Jocelyn. Guess what? It's not Jocelyn. It's oh, Abby. it's not. I'm,
2: s- I, I'm so sorry. It's okay. I enjoy Jocelyn. She was really fun to listen she to. She was fun. Yeah.
1: I'm emailing to tell you I was an elusive young boarding school babe or babe at the age of 13 mm. and 14 as mentioned in I Believe I Can Fly. Listening to your pod, I felt a lot of kinship to you regarding your narcissistic father, sweetheart, mother, and therapeutic boarding school journey feel compelled to share my boarding school journey with you and Jocelyn. I'm a 22-year-old gay man, college student, and I look back at my 18 months at a residential treatment facility slash therapeutic boarding school slash prison light as me in my most babe form. Mm-hmm. To set the scene, I was a 13-year-old depressive in the suburbs of Chicago with a TBD no. middle school bullying experience and suicidal journey that led to me to five days in inpatient psych hospital and months of outpatient a whole other but ultimately lesser babe journey my christian therapist outside of the outpatient program recommended this christian-based residential treatment facility in montana bone chilling i know called yellowstone boys and girls ranch hate already I
2: hate it so much
1: (laughs) (laughs) a boys and girls ranch is like a place where nothing good is gonna happen (laughs) my parents sent me away but not before essentially blackmailing my semi-estranged father to take me to the mall and let me run wild with his amex for a whole new wardrobe and living essentials that i would need for this so-called ranch Mm -hmm. i pulled an all-nighter packing my new purchases and flew out to billings montana with an aforementioned semi-estranged father I love a buy the love move from a parent. Same. When I arrived at YBGR, equipped with not one, not two, but three bags, some oversized, I think they cost around $300 to file with total, the staff was shocked at my materialistic babedom, especially since they had to inventory and do a safety check on each and every item. This was my first troll of the staff, but it would by no means be my last. I discovered that this Christian ranch had some sort of tiered living system for the boys. There was one like lockdown jail ward, three like high security lodges and three lower security lodges, as well as a group home in the town that was chic as fuck, but for long term babes. Mm -hmm. I started in the high security lodges, not the jail type ward because I wasn't a complete psychopath. I don't want to hurt other people. And my own person was relatively safe. They took my belts, locked up my shoes and toiletries, and even took the strings out of my hoodies. Whoa. Gross. I would be remiss if I did not describe the truly insane demographics of this place. There were like seven boys' lodges on campus, each holding about 10 students and four girls' lodges that held about 12 or more girls. Less for the ladies since it used to be an exclusively boys' based facility when it was started in the 50s. As well as a little boys' lodge for elementary school aged boys, which is the wow. most bone chilling aspect of the entire ranch. These angry little sweetie psychos <laughs> lived away from home and were segregated from pretty much everyone else. Almost all of the lodges came together for meals in the dining hall, where we prayed before every meal and every Sunday a mandatory chapel service that we had to dress up for. The school, Yellowstone Academy, also accepted day students that would get bussed in from Billings and the surrounding methy areas. Most of the residential students, like myself, came from Illinois, Wyoming, Montana, California, and a few from far away, Alaska. I'm convinced there's some sort of kickback system in place to therapists and judges. This place was pricey. There was a six-to-one student-to-staff ratio at all times except overnight, a nurse on duty at all times, multiple doctors, even more therapists, and another tiered system of lodge directors, some of which lived on campus in sketchy little houses and were on call every so often as emergency support team. That's the thing about this hellhole. Everything had an acronym. (laughs) Oh, Emergencies Abort Team, EST. EST. That's the thing about this hellhole. Everything had an acronym. You'd think they were some sort of governmental agency. EST, ISP, EBT, RT, PRN, the list goes on. Now onto my time as a YBGR babe i quickly discovered that i was a babe out of my burbs these people would freak out and get restrained by the staff members on the reg i quickly moved my way and out of the higher security lodge but only one problem they wanted to send me to the lame-ass lower security lodge for the little kids like 12 to 13 i took one look at that place and decided it was not for me i was mature smart and well read in an unprecedented move, I refused to go there. Yes. When my head staff member out of my lodge sat me down and told me I had to go, I said no and called him another staff member's lap dog. That didn't go over well. Mm-hmm. Maybe hit too close to home. As I'm wont to do, I got my way. I went to another Sheikar lodge and the staff at my old one resented me for whining or winning. winning. After a while, my new and would would come to be my final residence i began getting my kicks trolling staff students you name them i trolled them i also underwent a massive sexual awakening around the age of 14 i became a real peen hound and (laughs) delighted in hooking up with (laughs) desperate straights because they were kept on such a short leash "'Away from the girls. "'Prior to this ideal living situation "'surrounded by disparate straights and horny buys, "'I had kissed one girl. "'Shout out to Katie. "'I began my seduction of the straights. "'I used all the usual tricks gays have used "'throughout the ages, only this time they worked.' There's two sexual encounters out of countless, about 10 partners that spring to mind as my most babe. One sexual encounter happened in the gym locker room in a little hallway connecting to the gymnasium. I'd hooked up with this bro before in the locker room, but this time a staff member walked in on us kissing and I had my dick in my hand or I had his dick in my hand. We ran out and acted like nothing had happened, but the staff member of course reported it. And apparently there's some rule where they have to tell our insurance why the fuck does Blue Cross care what sort of dick I'm getting? The second was a series of encounters with a so, another so cowboy. We never got caught, but I lived to terrorize him with a threat of outing him. Problematic, I know. He had a curved penis, so I dubbed him banana dick and alternated terrorizing him and hooking up with him. Fourteen <laughs> year old psycho. I love how crazy this is you are. Insane. I don't know where it's going. Keep this going. leads me to my ultimate babe phase. I essentially got off on trolling these psychos, getting them to flip out on me, and gaslighting them by acting like I did nothing wrong. Because what else was I to do? I read like 20 of the Sookie Stackhouse books in my entire library that I guilted my parents into buying me at the local borders. I graduated from troll into full-blown terrorist, and I terrorized the staff too. Imagine a resentful 14-year-old gay mercilessly trolling adult staff members who had bachelor's degrees as it was a job requirement. Men, women, I would even make fun of their children if i was so inclined but i was otherwise a well-behaved intellectual so they had bigger fish to fry and fuck-ups to deal with so i skated by one time in our weekly lodge group recreational therapy session i found out this one boy from my lodge he was probably 16 sucked some dude's dick behind the drum set in music class i pulled out my signature move the out threatened and he proceeded to punch me in the head during a game of dodgeball the staff quickly took him down in a restraint and i milked that shit for all it was worth my therapist, who gaslit the fuck out of me regarding some childhood abuse allegations, he Freuded me into throwing around. All the while, offered all the while offering me almonds he roasted himself every week. <laughs> Amazing. Six months after I was released, my father committed suicide after a bipolar spinout, where he spent our family's entire life savings. Fuck. So to summarize, I was a young boarding school babe oh that came God. into my sexuality and trolling prime in a Christian-based Montana boarding school type scenario. My journey was less culty than y'all's, but I was a huge babe during it. Yes. I look back on that time with confused fondness and resentment. I wouldn't say it's all my parents' fault I got sent away at a relatively young age, maybe because I'm an early bloomer into my babedom and they had their own shit to deal with. Love and light. P.S. This was super cathartic to write and I pray to the goop goddess herself, GP, that you read this on the pod. <laughs> the arc with Jocelyn has prompted some serious reflection of my own experience and your guys' openness is expi- inspiring because when I get home from that place, I felt such deep shame about it. I told everyone back home I was at some sort of chic boarding school where I did what I wanted that was like a CW TV show. I like felt how therapeutic that was as we were reading it. Yeah. I was like,
2: this person, who's this person? What's their name? You don't say their oh, name. Oh, we don't say their name. Usually this don't, yeah. person, um, like that was rad to read. I feel like that was like, you were fully having a therapeutic journey as you were writing this. Yeah. That was cool. I and love- that was because of you and your experience. You like prompted this. There's so many boarding school babes out there. I I'm just wanna so know. not familiar with this world and I'm obsessed. What was your high school experience like? I was in shitty public school in Champaign, Illinois. Terrible education. Yeah. And not like, I graduated a year early. I decided I hated it. Mm-hmm. I
1: was like. A, you were like, I'm emancipated. <laughs> I was like, I hate
2: this. I'm better than this. Mm-hmm. I'm a theater person. <laughs> <laughs> The I'm horse. in the theater. I'm in theater, and I need to get out of here. Get out of the corn.
1: You went to the university. <laughs>
2: so. So, I don't know how I got that. It was probably the witch in me that was like, "Get out!"
1: It was the witch, and I
2: la- and I figured out how to grab I was like, "How can I graduate a year early?" And they were like, "Oh, you just do this." Like it actually wasn't that hard. Yeah. I figured out how to graduate early, and so I graduated my junior year cool and then, I die school for three years. and then i took a year how off how old
1: were you were you 17 or 16 16 and wow. then i spent seven big time grad big
2: time. yeah um, and then i spent my and i did it with a friend too mm-hmm. who was a model who like went to model in europe Amazing. and then i was like frumpy hippie girl that went to boulder <laughs> to visit my gay aunt in denver did and you go to
1: college in boulder
2: no i just oh you out. just would hang i had like a year i like hooked up with her agent to be like what's it like to be an actor like to whatever in boulder
1: in boulder like? the, the booming acting mm, industry it was in Denver. Huge. <laughs> i broke I, you're like harvey can- i hear harvey weinstein's <laughs> or-
2: <laughs> <laughs> i did i did i don't know it was very strange and then i went back
1: to chicago for yeah. school yeah
2: Anyway, I got off topic. This person just sent a
1: beautiful email and then I made it about I me. Love it. Well, I just can't imagine going away at yeah. that young of an age. That's crazy. It's just like, and I like, would see these kids that were so like little.
2: But at your boarding school, it was high school only, right?
1: It was high school only, but like, I mean, there are 13 year olds that are freshmen. That's young. It was young. Yeah, I yeah. was like, your parents are like, fucking up if like you're 13 and you're so out of it right i mean i don't know what happens in the home but like i just think yeah that was that was a good email
2: though i like that one i hope he feels better from after writing it
1: Mm -hmm. because it was good let's see what else there are (laughs) It's <laughs> just lots of sounds in this building. There's like a pipe. I think it's in the neighbors to the right. Uh-huh. Whenever they turn on some sort of water, it uh-huh. like rattles in the wall. It's an old it's from the 1930s. Sure. Let's see.
2: Do you read all of them?
1: I've read most of them, but there's also like a lot a lot a lot from the past sure
2: Maybe rampage. <laughs>
1: I want more babe stories because I just love hearing Ugh. about people like going crazy. Is
2: that actually where the origin of babe? I don't even know the origin of babe.
1: The origin—it's like I've been calling people babe since like college, yes. and then
2: like I hadn't heard that term till I met you when you really like
1: made a babe reference and babe? I was like,
2: "Oh, that makes." sense and then
1: yeah and then obviously there was like babe walker of white girl problems yes. but that's like different because it's like a character but i just think like babing out like it's always just been a thing that's been on my brain since like being in college and being like the ultimate babe like sure. just being a crazy person <laughs> and like going like doing nutty like stupid shit and yeah. then getting away with it or like yeah <laughs> not getting away with it and having like terrible yeah. life I feel like you didn't
2: get away with it I didn't Some, get away with a lot the stories I've heard I guess.
1: well yeah I feel like most of the stuff I don't get away with and yeah. then it becomes a teachable moment but Love then that. that's like I feel like I like a babe into like a babe with a question with an exclamation point where you're like fully thriving.
2: Do you think you can still have a babe moment that doesn't get caught? That's still a teachable moment. Yeah. Like you don't have to get caught
1: in order. I for mean, I to think be... like we talked about like the Ling Ling. <laughs> 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 right. take it back to Ling Ling. Take it back. And like, wgp like that's like a real babe but like and you don't need to get like called out in a public forum and like shamed to know that like that was like not the look right right right. yeah i got it and there are a lot of people that write in that have not been like caught or had anything like catch up to them interesting that are still aware wait i want to hear your brew story you do (laughs) yeah
2: Oh, you'll actually appreciate this because, uh, I, you know, like we talk a lot about,
1: you're going to have to cut this podcast up. We, we they usually end up being like an hour 30. So we're insane. good. We had like a few minutes. Okay. Of,
2: yeah. Uh, well, if your readers are still into me, uh, <laughs> here, so, Okay, I've been on this, like, functional medicine journey. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What's
1: functional medicine? What? Laura, you don't know what You're more into the... You have more time and resources to go into, like, deep wellness cut so i look to you for like really
2: i feel like you're so well read on these things or well and by that i mean like you listen to. i the mean goop yeah podcast. i told you
1: i listened to goop <laughs> podcast and i told I you about rolfing once that's what you, sure yeah
2: oh, oh that's right and i like fully you, became a like you got deep into the Rolf. i got deep into rolfing mm-hmm. okay but then like since the rolfing I can't go into the whole journey because it's, like, so much, so much stuff. And, like, by the way, there's not that much lump- wrong with me. I just, like,
1: still seek help all the that's time. That's the whole thing. Yeah. That's a, the journey of a white woman, I think, I is think like, it, it I, is like, what we're born to do is not have so. a lot of, like, true problems, but, like, always seek help and feel, like, kind of broken despite yes. anything that's going well, on. Well, I
2: think that, like, I, ha- I come, my, j- just, like, short backstory my family there's a lot of mental health issues in my family so I'm always on edge thinking like oh I'm bipolar now the time like ah here we are there's the deep depression coming like it's happening right and I actually haven't had like I'm fairly stable mentally Mm -hmm. I have my moments for sure but like there's also I so many times I wonder if if the moments that I'm having are more like, is it a thyroid thing? Is it a hormonal thing? Is it, is this really mental health Mm -hmm. is a question I have often. And like people in the wellness world seem to think they can solve everything with a diet change.
1: Oh, it's all diet. Uh, Food is medicine.
2: Get it out. Get the gluten out. Get the fucking whatever, whatever. It's like a strict, you know anti-inflammatory diet of any kind mm-hmm. and you will be healed like the list goes on about yeah. what you can what can be fixed
1: if only you can just like cut out nightshades yeah. gluten yep. dairy and red meat okay so so i did that mm-hmm. minus the red meat okay
2: for so i have this friend um one of my close friends alicia was going
1: to this guy in woodland hills I mm-hmm. live in Silver Lake. Yeah, that's it's, across the universe. It's,
2: it's stupid. That's like that from far. here
1: from Earth to the moon. Yeah. It's like yeah, similar. Silver Lake to Woodland Hills. 100%. Yeah.
2: 100%. So, I my friend Alicia started going there. She has like major allergy Asthma issues, mm-hmm. and I was like, she's like, swears by this guy. He's basically a witch. Yeah, he ba- he's a healer. He's a mat. You're like magic. game
1: recognized game. You're like, I'll see about this. Yes, I
2: was like, I'm in. So you got on <laughs> your I'm broom. A, yeah, I got up, <laughs> <laughs> woodland hill. Head up the one on one on my broom. <laughs> and I and I met with. Dr. Andrew. I'm blanking on his name right now. And I went to him all summer. Mm -hmm. Three days a week. I drove to Woodland. What does he do? He's a functional medicine doctor, what which me, mean? it's more like a holistic And like, back to bar- my original question, you know, right? what which is functional medicine? I don't know this, but like, I guess maybe people just don't know what this is because yeah. I went down a full blown rabbit hole of like listening to crazy wellness podcasts every time I drove to Woodland Hills. But functional medicine, they like, they, 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 they do the whole path. It's like all diet and they okay. look at every symptom. It's yeah. like a more holistic approach. Did he take approach. a stool sample? Well, that's where I was getting
1: to. <laughs> I knew all I fucking want is for someone to take a stool sample. Of Have
2: mine. you had a stool sample?
1: No, I'm dying to give someone I a ha- stool sample. Okay,
2: well, let me. Tell I'm literally
1: spent my entire life looking to provide someone with a sample of my stool. Like uh, I signed I up for you- like this <laughs> service called Forward, which is like. It's in the Century City Mall, which I was like, you had me at the mall location. And they do it's like chic. a full body scan. It's all like very, like, it's very futuristic. You like.
2: It's like parsley health level. Yeah, of, it's like, parsley,
1: uh, but it's like more. They mm-hmm. really come from like a medical perspective. They think parsley health is like woo woo witch doctor shit because they're like. Yeah. Because I asked them, like, they do your body scan, they mm-hmm. test all your cholesterol, thyroid hormone levels, do like a blood test and give you immediate results on a huge iPad sure. screen that's the size of a wall that shows like your body and it's like (laughs) science time and like you pay 129 bucks a month for this and they'll like connect your 23 and me and tell you if you're like at risk for cancers and stuff and I was like so do you guys ever take a stool sample (laughs) And and they were like we don't really, th- bel- they don't believe in that. They they're just like, think it's we don't like believe in Yeah, they're not brew friendly.
2: <laughs> they're not brew friendly. Don't promote them. Um, the crazy thing is, okay, so this guy that I saw mm-hmm. did that exactly what you're explaining mm-hmm. minus the sciency iPad part. Yeah. He would just, there were no blood tests. There were no stool samples. <laughs> there were no urine tests. There were nothing other than applied kinesiology, which I don't know if you're familiar with He would with just that. like
1: feel your body. He
2: would like... Feel me and like press down and count on his fingers and be like, "Mm, This pain is due to resentment Mm, from your father around 16. And it was
1: dead on. It was. Every time. Get the fuck out. I'm like, dead on. get in the car. I call it lift right now right. to Woodland Hills. Get, I, get on my room. Yeah.
2: And get out to Woodland Hills.
1: Oh my God. Okay, so
2: gnarly. Three times a week though?
1: Can you so, just go one To once?
2: adjust you. I'm oh, okay. quoting. They can't see. But like he adjusts you three mm-hmm. times a week and he's like you need to keep this up and they do this full body like NASA scan on you so that is a science-y part that they scan machine. you on this machine and do these stress level tests so you mm-hmm. can see like where the stress is being held I, it was way above me I didn't really understand I just yeah. saw a lot of red markers and they were like you're dying and you're in your mid-30s mm-hmm. like we need to fix you and I'm yeah. like
1: yes fix me I'm constantly waiting for the person someone to tell me exactly what's wrong with me or right. give me a die diagnosis for sure. and that's what i realized at this place i was like i'm literally just seeking out someone to diagnosis. tell me like yeah you're broken for sure yeah i mean
2: yeah i was actually looking for that last night because i'm pretty sure i have ovarian cancer because <laughs> i have a pain in my left side it's fine oh no but i've like, been there fully sure yeah it's probably it's maybe a cyst or maybe just like coming off my period or but most likely most likely stage four yeah ovarian cancer um so thoughts and prayers to me praying <laughs> really quick. actively thank, thank you so anyway after uh, a whole what kind of adjustments does he make so you lie on a um a chiropractic bed he has four of them in the room and you're circulating with a lot of b celebrities p.s there is like uh the the fucking brother from fresh prince what was his name carl Carlton. Thank wow. you. I'm bad at names. Uh, Carlton would be next to me. Wait, sometimes. so it's like a group adjustment. Um, the Kardashians started showing up when I was leaving, and no. I was like, "This was supposed to be like a mom and pop." Which Kardashian, Courtney? Courtney, yes, Courtney oh was God, how there. How did I know that?
1: I just knew that. She and would then, be down for um, this.
2: and then the mom started showing up. I don't. I like refuse to support the Kardashians. Like, I won't tune in, so I don't. Yes, but her yeah, but
1: like, wait. Mm-hmm. So you're in a room with all these other people, and you're, you're in the all same Getting room. adjusted at the yes. same. He just goes between you guys. Yeah, and he does. does like, he vibe off of like all the energy of a lot of people in there to like know I don't what. No, like
2: do? there's something about him where you're like, I just believe you. Take my money and tell me what's wrong with me. And he like he just. I don't know what it is. He just feels like your old uncle who's like gets it, mm-hmm. and he and you believe everything that he says, and then, and I. I did for like three months. I was like, okay, I paid for the three months yeah. and we're
1: like gonna, keep. what was your pain that he was talking? Like it was like a physical
2: pain. So in your body. I've had this like weird, this is one of a few mm-hmm. symptoms that I've like tried to deal with, but there, I've had this weird and I don't even want to call it phantom pain. Cause that's like not fair. Cause yeah. I don't think it's phantom, but pain under my right rib cage for 15 years like mm-hmm. this weird it's not even a pain it's like a it feels like a uh, like something's under it so mm-hmm. for like years i thought that i had a giant tumor under my left my right rib cage mm-hmm. and that's what was ha- and i like refused to like deal with it mm-hmm. i just thought i was dying yeah. forever and then finally at You're some like, point right like, like, now it just happen <laughs> it's like i'm just gonna go and it's fine that i didn't deal with it at least i live my take life take me now take me now take me now <laughs> God, uh, so anxious. Uh and so, so I had this weird pain and we couldn't figure it out. And then I had all this imaging done finally and was like like later after kid the only time it went away was during pregnancies. Mm-hmm. And then it would come back. And yeah. it was this and then I was diagnosed with slippery rib syndrome by <laughs> <What's> that <laughs> teeth syndrome. T-S-Z – no T T Z I E T. Teats. t- teats tze i think it i don't know you're like tcby treats (laughs) (laughs) throwback love that um it was yeah but slippery rib syndrome was called where your like rib comes like it like slips out of your like whatever those muscles are there Mm -hmm. that are holding it together
1: oh so that's like the lump you feel that's like like your muscle getting into the rib
2: yeah and so this woman told me that's what was going on and like she was amazing i felt like this was my person that mm-hmm. I found and then she moved to Chicago and wasn't there for me anymore mm-hmm. and then I was like but I have a diagnosis and I realized with that diagnosis like came freedom like suddenly yeah. my anxiety about the whole thing went away so it wasn't as like prevalent in my life yeah then it started coming back slowly out of nowhere and I was like this is so weird I don't understand why this is and, and I was like it's just slippery
1: it's just my ribs out a little bit just or a slippery I, it's rib <laughs> Good old slip rib. My ribs just slipping, sliding around. <laughs>
2: 100%. And then whatever. This is all so boring. But but my rib was slipping around and it still caused me whatever. And then I started reading about emotional pain. Yeah. And that you tra- there's like trapped emotions within mm-hmm. our body. Mm-hmm. I wonder if your friend Jocelyn has
1: thoughts on this. Oh, I'm sure she does. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure she works in that. Cause she does Maybe like even not her. She might not she cause it's this, massage mostly, but I'm sure there's people in her practice. That, that,
2: but like fascia release, like uh-huh. there's, that's all like a part.
1: Anyway. Cause she has like lots of different practitioners that work in that space mm-hmm. in all different areas of like health and wellness. Love that. So okay, if you well, ever feel inclined to go down to Long Beach, you know, I will. Yeah. My, my broom. <laughs> to Woodland Hills or Long Beach. <laughs> I, the broom knows no bounds. It
2: doesn't. It's, so anyway, I, I spent a summer in Woodland Hills on this weird journey that was it was fucking weird. And I so feel he like told you
1: your slippery rib pain was. He from told me
2: that was not
1: dad resentment.
2: It was resentment from no, that was not dad resentment. Oh. That was resentment from an old flame of mine back in the day. <laughs> and and it would,
1: it was the bad breakup before Craig.
2: Yes, I had like a gay love. I had a boyfriend that was turned out to be gay like who's my best friend to this day but like turned out to be gay but it wasn't that it was the one before okay. who i was with for like four and a half years okay and it w- apparently there was like resentment towards that that, 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 that manifested he, that manifested in my r- slippery rib mm-hmm. and he couldn't like he had to multiply he had to do many adjustments on me to get rid of this what would he do he would do like, it's hard to explain on for it like, like a, touch? M- a mic, but it was like touching and like, and, and like, um, taking your head and moving it like forward and these was like <laughs> weird. I wish you could see me. I can't explain it, but he would like do these weird adjustments Yeah, and, and they, and then I would walk out of there and I would have like fits of rage or like I would have sadness or like, like clearly. And it wasn't like chiropractic. It was very yeah. like chill. It's like something's happening. It's very simple. He's like putting hands on you, and there are thoughts happening, and it's very like magical. The whole thing. I'm gonna and go now. You, li- yeah, I'm like careful. No, I'm like all I don't want. But then I wanted. then you get in the car, and you have like, I would have these like fits of rage or crying or things, and I'm like, and I'm not a big like emotional person. Yeah. I would have these emotional releases that were clearly coming from him. It was crazy. Wow. But then I, then I like was paid up on my three months and then they were like, time for the next step. And it was some other um, detox mm-hmm. of, of like, like he suddenly he started getting into like anti-vax shit
1: okay and then
2: i started to be like wait a minute i'm very pro vaccination i and but then it started to make me question the choices i've made and he was like oh that mmr that you got back when you were 11 really fucked you up i gotta fix it and he like fixed it on me apparently and
1: wow i don't know what to believe
2: long story short I, I love
1: anti-vaxxers. I they're the ultimate babes. They are they're the also I'm like, maybe you're on something.
2: I, I mean, it's like a true conspiracy theorist, but also, oh, fuck, I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm still going to vaccinate. I mean, we were all vaccinated. Yeah. So I mean, I got a tetanus somebody- shot like for the hell of it a few weeks ago. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> at, the, at the medical place. I'll give you a little buzz. Yeah. The anti-stool <laughs> sample. They're like, we yes! will not take a stool sample, but oh. you're overdue for a tetanus shot. So let's do, and Go I was ahead. like, fine. It's, so it I haven't sucks. even gotten to
2: my stool sample. So anyway, I quit him. I quit Dr. Andrew. Mm-hmm. It's not Dr. Andrew Wakefield, because that's the anti-vax <laughs> guy. It's, <laughs> and, it's, fucking I can't remember his name. This is the Rosé talking. But I, uh, okay, so then I quit him. And I was mm-hmm. like, I need to seek out a new doctor. Mm-hmm. And I I was like due for my physical for like my normal MD. And I was like, no, I'm better than that. I need to seek out another functional medicine doctor. So I found this woman in Pasadena. The jury's still out. I don't know how I feel about her. But I went and saw her and I was like, look, here are my issues. There have been some dark moments in the last couple of years. I'm like borderline depressive. There's some things that like are totally manageable, but I'm not one to like pop a pill yeah. right away I saw my mom go through like she's You're like back. I want to just
1: see what my options I just are to
2: see and then we get there I'll happily take a pill but like mm-hmm. let's go down this route first yeah so she's like okay we're gonna have to do all these tests and she gives me this bag of shit like all this stuff I have to do and I'm only halfway through it right now like I just this week did the stool sample as well as the blood I had to do one blood that was like thyroid along with whatever the fuck else. Mm-hmm. And then I, I still have like a new nu- nutriva I think it's called, it's like a nutrition one mm-hmm. and she looks into your metals and all that shit. Ugh. Like it's like blood and yeah. urine. I was actually going to do it today, but you have to fast for that one too. And like, I had to freeze my urine for 20 more hours oh before. My God. And I was like, this is fucking insane. People actually do that.
1: I'm I know. I them. think it's like, I want to just like, I want an excuse to do like weird shit yeah. to like find out more about me. Totally. Yeah. And
2: like my insurance covers most of this. So this really? is great because I'm like up for these. Uh, I think they do only like once a year you can get a certain amount like for from your physical or whatever. Mm-hmm. So if I go back to my normal doctor like I probably won't be covered. Oh for these yeah. Kind of things.
1: That's a good life hack. If you're going <laughs> to go for a physical go to like and yes. your insurance covers one go to just like get the fucking stool sample yeah. for free
2: okay but so you've never done a stool sample right no i'm
1: dying to so be. i was like i'm do gonna you just like brew into a little cup
2: <laughs> no. how do you control it
1: <laughs> no do you have to scoop it so out I was of a like, toilet i
2: was just like really freaking out about how am i gonna <laughs> pull this off and yeah. i was like nobody could be in the house like no. get out my husband's like off a show right now Like, he's around mm-hmm. a little too much right now i had to wait till like why out. don't you take
1: the girls out to breakfast i was like
2: well girls are at school i was like just get i don't know i had to to figure out a time when nobody was at home and I locked the door and I didn't even know if I could poo properly. Like I've had some constipation. Do you have
1: to, do you have to like fast or not? Like, no. Oh, well, so you could just like you j- smoke old... a cig, <laughs> drink a couple oh, cups wish, of coffee and then cigarette. just like brew down.
2: Yes. But, okay. uh, I, the only thing you couldn't have was like Advil or any kind of like anti inflammatory for like Fair. 24 hours or yeah. whatever, which I hadn't cause I'm cool that way. So they give you like one of those plates that like fast food places give like cheese fries, <laughs> oh, like a like a little a tray, like a little tray, yeah, a little plastic like animal tray. style fries, hundred <laughs> percent. I had to take my little tray and poop in that, and then there the were, whole thing. I had to poop in the tray, and then you have to take. They give you like this little like little thing that you have to cut up the poo in different parts of the poo and put it into vials and i was like i
1: got in a vial
2: in a vial this is
1: a lot more hands-on than i was really
2: initially two vial no two vials and a cup wow so three different things you have to piece parts of the poo and put it do they
1: give you a spoon to do that yeah, okay, it's like cool. a little. They'll give you all the tools you need. They give you your tools. Okay, I love it's that gloves. I don't want to DIY the whole nine. No,
2: own. and I was like, I got this. I actually had got into the shower mm-hmm. and I like mid shower was like, oh, mama got a poo, and so I had to That's dry. First
1: time to have to poop,
2: <laughs> but I was like, I want to do this now, I bet, yeah. so I can shower shower it after. Yeah, it was it was like a two hour stressful ordeal. I sat down in my tray and I was like, it's going to be easy. Like, I have to poo and I'm going to poo in the cheese fries tray. So I do. And I'm like, I got it. All good. And you're like, it's like twirling like a like soft serve style (laughs) and you're getting it. And it's beautiful. Like I truly brought
1: up. You're like, can I text a pic of this to my doctor? I think he'll be really proud. She. Functional medicine. She will be proud. Specialist. Yes. Yeah.
2: And I, it was beautiful. Like it came up truly looking like a magpie special <laughs> and I like throw some rainbow sprinkles on that and someone will come it down. Anyway, I was like, I got this, I got it. And then I was like naked trying to like squatting. Like I had everything laid out, like trying to figure it out. And I got the gloves on mm-hmm. and I have the little, the little scooper, your scooper. and I'm scoop, and it's, and I'm reading the directions like scoop three sections of the mm-hmm. poo, and you put it into the poo area, and all is good, and it, but it's 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 so gross, yeah. You forget that like you're scooping up your, I didn't forget, but you're you're scooping up your poo, and st- like halfway through the process, <laughs> you're
1: like wow, my it mouth like shit starts here. like watering, and I'm like, oh, oh my god, you
2: threw up, oh. almost like borderline. <laughs> threw up in my beautiful magpie presentation i had to get it in there and i was like just get like breathing like just get get it in the vial get it in the vial and i finally got it in and i stood up and turned around in the mirror, me- and i look in the mirror and i don't know how this happened but i had like <laughs> smeared shit all over the back of my thigh. <laughs> And then, because I was squatting, it also was all on the back no. of my cap and in my heel of my foot. Like I don't know how I missed that. Did you that. just not wipe? I fully wiped. I had like wet wipes with me. <laughs> I had. I was the most prepared person for this. I don't know if it was like I was so into my I presentation. Think maybe when you pulled
1: out from underneath you. You just grazed and graffitied your leg. I'm
2: confused. I, I, I am as confused as you are. And it it was one of the most gnarly cleanups in the world because I had been sitting there for well over 20 minutes scraping the perfect <laughs> samples under these vials. And it was like dried. It wasn't dried. <laughs> Lara is fully gagging readers. I'm dying. I, it was really rough. So
1: that realization. After that,
2: I was like, I don't know if this is worth it. I hope they find awful things in my poo yeah. just to make this worth it was it okay then i don't know i turned it in i had to ship it to a fedex and then that <laughs> was a whole other journey You to take
1: it to a FedEx? i had to like
2: hide it in my fridge and then take it to a fedex that could only i actually was in such a rush i had a meeting that day and i was like i gotta get my poo to the fedex and i found there, a fedex truck was coming up my drive as i was leaving and i was like hey <laughs>
1: Sure. football throw it and
2: <laughs> take this and he's like I can't take it overnight I, this is an overnight what's in here ma'am and I'm like nothing.
1: Uh, nothing I didn't know that you could FedEx shit
2: yeah so I had to go to a facility and like I was laughing to myself borderline I almost Instagrammed the whole moment because it made <sighs> me laugh so hard but I was like do I really need to tell it all oh, my friends that I was shipping my poo off to a lab but so I successfully now,
1: did it, so now we wait,
2: we wait. I've done that, and I've done the blood test, and now I still have to do my nutritional um like metals and food, <sighs> yeah, but this whole thing i it's just me being like, am I okay and is this is something that i I don't know i'm I'm truly lost
1: It's an attention thing, I mean for me, I think it's like I want the attention I think it has a lot to do with like my dad being a doctor and being like a very in, unattentive father uh-huh. and then like also if there were any of us like had health problems or anything oh, you'd get attention. no we would not we wouldn't get it anyway and so it was like oh. it was like you're a doctor you should care about this but you don't and so that's weird so now it's like I want to go to a doctor and have them like test every single part of me and like go over my entire body yeah. and then be like find maybe the two or three things that are wrong and then be like we'll focus on fixing those is somehow like i put this together when i was at that appointment i was like i'm waiting for a doctor to tell me what's wrong so i can like make up for the love i feel i didn't get my god my childhood so deep but i'm like take my stool
2: take my stool and make me feel better make
1: me feel normal
2: i don't know maybe it will we should find out we Keep should get one
1: posted on- i will
2: as soon as i know i have a follow-up with her in a few weeks as we go over the results mm-hmm. she'll pr- this is what's gonna happen i'm just gonna as a witch i'm gonna tell you my yeah. psychic thoughts on what's gonna happen nothing i'm gonna be yeah. totally fine they're gonna be like your thyroid's a little slow sluggish mm-hmm my psychic even told they're gonna me be back. like
1: have some fiber and like call it a day call
2: it a day and, a day. and yeah. i'm gonna be like wow
1: that was a lot of work for that result every single doctor psychic mm-hmm. healer anyone i've talked to has been like you should try meditating like, everyone you really need to do that do you no i'm mm-hmm. like it's the same pi- it's the pilot effect <laughs> i'm like yeah cool fuck you anyways let's continue down this old yeah. road yeah do it on my own i have
2: time. to get you on my tm journey i'm a newer new to tm uh you got your mantra i got my mantra i do it doesn't everyone have this the same mantra probably yeah i hate my mantra <laughs> like i don't like it and they won't let you change it
1: and you don't get to tell anyone what it no. is no so I yeah i secrets. need it yeah so maybe one day i'll meditate Ugh the forward people followed up and they were like just checking in to see if you've had a moment to implement any meditation or mindfulness into your routine. My doctor texted me through the app and I was like, I'm ignoring her. Wait, but you're still paying for the service. Yeah. Wow. Because I want my 23 and me to get connected. Yeah. I almost, I'm like, wait, I just like want to know <laughs> that I have cancer. I can't wait to I find out what I'm going to die. of. Yeah so yeah
2: we'll We'll see good luck i can't maybe we'll dive the same thing at the same time that would be amazing it'd be so much fun yeah
1: we should do that Mm -hmm. all right thank you so much for being my guest oh my
2: god thank you i can't believe we did that i I, know i I popped my cherry and i'm you're great i did
1: oh thank you you're great you should do a podcast
2: i won't but thank you
1: um tell the readers where they can find you
2: Oh, uh, you can find me at not Abby McBride, uh, on Instagram, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and Twitter, although I don't tweet. Yeah. Um, and I, I quit the book, close the book on the Facebook. So you can't find me there. Yeah. So just Instagram is where you can find me or out in the world,
1: out in the world. You're on some, are you on some shows right now? Mm
2: -hmm. I'll be on shrill coming up Mm -hmm. in the spring and then that's it right now.
1: I love that. Yeah. Maybe so, more to come. Yeah. TBD. Definitely. Yay. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye.
0: <laughs> Babe.